Welcome back to another episode of MedShield Movement Connect show with me, Dr. Fez. We are getting into uh, some joint manipulation, some alignment today, and hopefully dispelling some myths that you may have about a chiropractor. We're sitting down with Caleb Nair. Sorry, Dr. Caleb Nair. Get ready to know what you don't know about being body brilliant. This is the MedShield Movement Connect show where we connect the dots between fitness, health, wellness, nutrition, and of course you. Hosted by me, Dr. Fez Mkize, and a special guest that we have every month, sharing knowledge, insights, and groundbreaking tips on how to get fitter, be stronger, and live healthier. Turn up the volume and listen close. Today you amplify. It's the MedShield Movement Connect show. Let's go. Thank you so much for sitting down with us today, Ken. Oh, cool. Nice to be here. Okay. Let's just get this out the way. Two doctors sitting here, uh, we're mirroring each other, but we're in different fields, clearly. I mean, you're a chiropractor. Most people don't know that, what that kind of encompasses. They think sure. that it's about maybe aligning, maybe moving joints in the body. But if you were to just tell me what a chiropractor is, what is it? So, even though I am a doctor, yes. we're going we're gonna to get it down onto the base level. So ideally, a chiropractor is a medical professional who specializes in sort of aligning the body when it comes to joints, mm -hmm. but they deal with it more on a, so we say neuromuscular skeletal level. Big word, big word, I know, I know. But basically just means nerves, muscles, and the joints itself. Mm -hmm. And how, how we kind of do this is through the word chiropractor, chiro actually means to be done by hand. Mm -hmm. So that's what chiro means. So it's basically a practitioner who's able to bring pain relief, joint alignment, using hands. That's essentially what, what it is. I mean, pretty straightforward. It's straightforward, but I know it yeah. encompasses a lot of things because there's a lot of things that come into play, which is why that doctor title isn't for free. It was actually worked for. But for you, I always like to kind of get back to the root of things when it comes to why someone goes into a particular field. And we talk about wellness here, but for you, what made you go, I want to go into Cairo? Like... So, honestly, this was uh, a mistake. <laughs> it was a mistake initially. Were you going for an MBCHP? We, yeah, 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 yeah. That, so, so, so I, know in, I know in different provinces it works differently. With us, we have CAO. Mm. Um, and so you, you get a list of the things you want to study. Yeah. I think it's like five or six. And um, Cairo was actually the sixth thing the last the very last thing that 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 i chose and i didn't even choose it actually my dad chose it for me oh, wow and so funny enough they were the first ones to respond to me so i was like okay cool at that time i was like i'm gonna take any opportunity that comes so when when i actually went in for the interview and all of that stuff they normally ask you a couple of things about cairo you know who did you observe everything <laughs> thank you everything Everything. <laughs> I, I was basically you when yeah. I was there. Didn't know nothing. And so over the years, like as I began to study, uh, well, getting to this chiropractic thing, then I was like, okay, okay. This is what we do. This is, mm -hmm. this is all about. And believe it or not, I was a chubby, I was a chubby guy. Really? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Look I was a chubby. Cheaper. I was just, stop it. <laughs> <laughs> but I was, I was a chubby guy and then I lost the weight. But then... It wasn't through any medication. It was purely through exercise, diet, and all of mm. that stuff. And that's kind of what Cairo 
is as well. It's it's holistic. Sure. And so going through the years, then I started realizing, I was like, okay, cool. This is what chiropractors actually do. Mm. Then when we attend uh, like sort of events, sports events, community service, all of that stuff, then I started realizing, like, no, man, it's healthcare, pain relief, um, improved function of life, no medication, mm. no medication. And I was like, okay, okay, we can make this work. We can make this work. And then it's, it's only towards my senior years when you actually started doing the practical side of things that I, that I actually started to fall in love with it. And then I realized, I was like, you know, I could see myself doing this for a long time. But at the same time, I wanted it to be different. Sure. I wanted it to be different because chiropractic for, for my family and from where I come, I'm also from the South side. Yes. And um, we, ne- we were never exposed to stuff like this. Um, so if we had like a back pain, it was just medication, deep heat, ice, walk it off. Mm. That's, that was it for us. And so now that we have the tools and sort of, let's say, professionals that can assist with, with what we're dealing with, I was like, this is what I want for the public. It's quite an interesting thing because I'm always somebody who's an advocate of not over medicating mm. and giving it in very specific kind of situations where I'll give treatment, but for a short course, not over a long period of time sure, because sure, sure. you run into the side effects. You run into all the other exactly. things that come with yeah. taking chemicals over an extended period of time. And I think when it comes to being a chiropractor, that is like your bread and butter to try and make sure that you don't have to be prescribing or have this no, medication for, sure. for, for sure. extended periods. But I also find is within the South African context, do you find that there's been a shift over time or have you experienced that people are becoming more aware of that way of managing things? Or do you still think that there's quite a road and a ways way to go? It's, it's, it's almost like a circle that they have to make. Mm-hmm. So what I found recently was they only, they only lean towards alternative healthcare yeah. when mainstream medicine has failed. Yeah. You see, so that's, that's kind of the problem that we're having where they, they sort of have to go through those trial and errors to say like, you know what, okay, cool, this antibiotic is not working. Or I've encountered chronic uh, kidney uh, infection based on overloading with the meds. Then only they're like, okay, you know what, let me, this is my last hope. Yeah. If this thing doesn't work for me, then it's, it's, I'm a chronic case. Yeah. Then, then they accept the pain that they have. And then when they come to that last stage of alternative healthcare, and it's, and it's, it's, it's a pity that alternative healthcare is the last stage. Of course. Um, but when they come to that stage, it's like, Wow, I can I can bend without pain, and you didn't mm. use a single mm. pull. So then they're like, okay. Then they start leaning towards more alternative healthcare. So it's it's developing. It's developing. We're getting there. We're getting yeah. there. We're getting there. You are very young. I think uh, as a doctor, I get this you. all the time um, when it comes to people going, ah, oh, you, you look quite young, and it's almost like you imagine that they want you to be very old yeah, yeah, yeah. for them to treat you. But I like that you are feeling like there's been a shift because you are at this point in time seeing how people are and you're quite, you have the finger on the pulse when it comes to the, the newer kind of innovations sure. and, and thought process around wellness. But I find it interesting that you go, it's the muscular, skeletal, kind of the nerve, the muscle, the joints that you actually work with. Because a lot of the times, I think people don't appreciate that that's everything. That encompasses, like you move through life using your muscles, your bones, and all of these other things. What are some of the ailments that you find people 
don't appreciate that it's because of maybe how they sit or how they stand? What are some of those ailments and aches and pains that come to you mm. that can be easily kind of uh, adjusted and helped through that understanding? So, 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 so in my in my practice, uh, we have we have a slogan. It's called less pain and more living. Mm. That's that's the slogan of the practice, and we treat so many athletes. But I've sort of realized that the person that works behind the desk, that nine to five, is just as good as an athlete, mm. because they sort of flexing or, or, or contracting their muscles for eight hours of the day behind the computer. Maybe subconsciously, yeah, yeah. but still the the principle is there. And most often, it's these guys that are a problem. The traps. Oh, you're speaking, <laughs> you're speaking to me. Yeah, you you're know, speaking to me. The yeah. traps. Um, and then it develops into things like, oh, they're like, you know, Caleb, I feel this thing going into my head. And then they start developing headaches. And then, then they think, okay, I've got a headache. Let me pop up. Yeah. And then, you know, we've got excellent pharmaceutical advertising that targets these things. And you look, we don't, we don't blame them. I mean, because it, it, it attacks with what, what we're dealing with. But it stems from muscular. So mainly, mainly is the traps, the neck pain. And then secondly is the lower back, yeah. lower back, yeah. lower back. Like you said, ideally because everyone's always here. And it's, it's, it's posture that we're going to deal with. No, look, no one's going to have 100% perfect posture all the time. But you can do certain things to, to make the sitting a bit better, you know, sitting, sitting a bit comfortably. You don't have to stretch forward to touch your laptop or hunched up. So it's, it's, that's, that's been one of the most common. And what are some of those kind of key things? Just like general thinking points when you're sitting. Is it neck kind of not feeling like yeah, your yeah, shoulders yeah. are rounded? Trying to... This guy. Yeah. yeah. This guy. Constantly. <laughs> constantly. Look, I'm, I'm guilty of it. As of course. Of course. <laughs> I'm guilty. On the way here, I was, I was on here and I was like, Caleb, you know, you're going to talk about Cairo. So... So maybe, yeah. Like <laughs> so that was me. Up, yeah. So it's, it's constantly here. Um, so basically, you sort of have to hold up your phone like this. Of course. And okay, try to actually get... get... Get the alignment of the neck upright. It looks as if, you know, we, we're older and we can't see and we, we sort of have to do this. Squint. Squint <laughs> and see. But look, that's ideally the best posture to, to minimize neck pain. Mm -hmm. And the other thing is actually sitting at the desk behind your computer. Um, it's a simple thing of just keeping your mouse within reach, okay. keeping your keyboard within reach, and then your 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 desktop eye level. So mm. that's it. That's yeah. it. And you know, there's textbooks which say you know you gotta you gotta work in 45 minute periods and then take 15 minutes off to do stretches and stuff. Yeah. But life is busy, man. Yeah. <laughs> life yeah. is busy. I mean, how do you do a 45 minute period on a six hour flight? <laughs> you know, it's so you gotta come. So that's that's where you gotta use a little bit of wisdom and try and like accommodate and say, okay, cool. You're working a nine to five. You can't really get up, but let's adjust what you're working with. Mm. So we can work with that. You maybe don't have to sit sit up every five minutes, but you can make everything a bit more comfortable so you can work for longer. Yeah, the ergonomic yeah. kind of exactly. uh, elements of it, allowing you to be exactly. as as good as it can get. No, I, sure. I say the same thing with everybody. You try to. Do as much as you can, but nothing's ever going to be 100%, sometimes not even 90%. Now, this is the part where I sit you down and I was excited that you were coming because I can ask you all these questions that I've wondered. The popping sound. 
yeah, yeah, yeah. right? When you're manipulating. Cool. If you had to kind of explain it in a simple, straightforward way without going into the textbook physiological mm, mm, mm. kind of things that are happening. Because I'm, that's why mm. when you think Cairo, <laughs> most people at home, when you guys are thinking Cairo, you're thinking when they lie to the side and it's yeah. just like, <clears throat> what would you say that is from? That, that popping sound, honestly, is a sound of relief. That's, what, that's yeah. what it is. I think that's why YouTube trends when it comes to the Cairo yeah, side. Yeah, the yeah. more pops you get, I think somebody would just like snap a neck and be like. So that's the popping sound, ideally, is. So if, sim- simply put, simply put, these are basically your two bones put together. And you know, as a Cairo, what we do is we, we adjust the, the bone because something is restricted to try and open it up so that you get more flexibility, more movement. Yes. So whenever you have a joint, there's always something that covers it, which is the joint capsule. Mm-hmm. It's basically just like a gift wrap over the, yeah. over the yeah. thing. So when, whenever you open the joint, you'll always hear that. Mm-hmm. So it's always that, that suction that occurs. Yeah. There we go. So what I, is actually happening, it's not the bone that's breaking or cracking or the joint. It's little gas bubbles underneath that create Sort of like a negative pressure, pressure. and just and as you release. open it up, it goes. Yeah, that's it. That's all it is. I love actually. That's probably the best way to explain because you yeah. almost sometimes get caught into trying to explain physiologically this yeah. and this and this, and it is kind of that release sound. Yeah. Now that I know that, could you tell me when it comes to all of those kind of points of doing those releases mm. when you have consultations? Mm. You're doing those because you're trying to relieve kind of that tension to try to get a better alignment, I'm assuming, when it comes to just how somebody stands. Like if I were to stand in front of you Mm. as an assessment, Mm. would you be looking at me and seeing how aligned I am or targeting in terms Mm. of what area that I'm wanting help with? So this is is the best thing about the chiropractic profession. And I, I, I kind of hope... Most chiropractors are doing this, but it's a holistic approach. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like what came first, yeah. the alignment or the muscle imbalance. So when, when we do, well, when we come through the practice, I will do a postural analysis, meaning I'm going to sit you on the bed. I'm going to take a look at your back. I'm going to be like, okay, you gym a lot. Yeah. You train a lot. So I mean, ideally, I mean, that's, that's a good I guess. Mean, that's uh, a, observation. That's why you're a doctor. <laughs> uh, and so ideally, you wouldn't have from sight anything wrong. Like you wouldn't be sitting mm-hmm. curved. Mm-hmm. So then we got to look at things like, okay, which is stronger? Which is weaker? Is your right side stronger? Your left side weaker? Which muscles do you use more? Remember, like I said. Yeah. So when that tension comes about in those muscles, it will always pull onto the spine. So when you get that pull, um, and I'm sort of exaggerating it now, but it does deviate that Two specific ones. segment yeah. of the spine. Um, that's one case. So then you've got to deal with the muscle, relax the muscle, get the spasm out. Mm-hmm. Then we go in. And sometimes you may not even need a pop. Sure. You may not even need a pop because you dealt with what was causing the malalignment. I, I, and I love that you say you won't need a pop, but it almost feels like sometimes when I come and somebody expects a certain treatment, they're going to be like, if you don't pop, pop me, I'm, you're not a, yeah, like, I'm not yeah, paying yeah, yeah, you. I'm not yeah. paying you. Yeah, I yeah, know for sure. But you sometimes don't actually need to. You don't need it. You don't need it. There's been several times where, um, and look, it's going to make me look like a bad chiropractor, but we've, we've, we've pushed into, into the spine. We'll sort of try to get that adjustment. No pop, no nothing. 
and they wake up and they're like, I feel amazing. I don't know. Is I don't know, kid. But I don't know it? if you're not passing. I see you doubt it. You yeah, doubt I it. I know. And the thing is, as a as as a as a medical colleague, I get why. But I also feel like going in. I want to pop. I want to. I want to no, feel like no, no, there's no, that no, release. Sure. No, but the reason for that is because um, with an adjustment, you get the release of uh, oxytocin, dopamine, and serotonin. Mm. So immediately you feel, you feel amazing. Good. Yeah. You feel good because you got that feel-good hormones getting released afterwards. Yes, yes. But 20 minutes later, I can pop you again because it'll that that gas bubbles form again. Yeah. So it's a continuous cycle. So then, then if 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 you literally just came into my rooms and I just went all over, you feel good for for today. Tomorrow you're gonna come back to me and be like, Caleb, you know what? I still have this pain though. Yeah. But you popped me, but I still have this pain. Because you haven't actually exactly realigned, like realigned and made sure everything's right. exactly yeah. exactly. Yeah. That's uh, the trick. Archer, just dispelling misinformation <laughs> and making some of us popper wanters <laughs> feel a bit bad. Caleb, you work with athletes, yeah. right? Instead of doing the usual, because I ask, like, who are the people that you get information from? Mm-hmm. Some really good information points for everybody at home, because they're also going to want to maybe realize that they might not be aligned quite well and we'll get to that in a bit but i do want to ask you your top three athletes Mm -hmm. that you think are the greatest of all time i haven't asked this question in a while Mm. i know everybody at home has probably been missing it i've been missing it your top three any top three top three top Top three three. greatest of all time one can't think too long i'm gonna i'm gonna go with 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 matt fraser from crossfit um five time five time champion um, mentality uh, is his mentality is out of yeah, this world. He is, he is. Then retired, but he is. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> he's retired, so a bit weak. But Froning was my guy. But okay, okay, okay. Second, second, second. I'm gonna go with 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 the all time Kobe. With Kobe, um, <clears throat> Jordan. But okay, Kobe. Yeah. <laughs> I gotta go with Mamba. Okay. You know, and then third, thirdly, thirdly, thirdly. Oh, come on. top three. You know why? You know why I'm keeping it out of essay. Because there's a very good likelihood like one of these athletes are gonna come through <laughs> the door. Come through to so, <laughs> so I like, gotta oh, protect. Why didn't you say yeah, I gotta yeah, protect. Okay, that's right. That's a very right. smart business. So move. I'm, I'm keeping it. I'm keeping it international, and I've gotta, I've gotta go with Bolt. I've gotta go with Jose. He's, he's got a bit of like a, it's like a bit of a kyphos. He, like he's, he's upper. He is. Okay, his alignment isn't great. Uh, alignment, alignment out of, out of the way. <laughs> The the guy the guy's ment- mentality and I, and and I think it's the conf- his confidence as well. Mm. You know when he's when when he, when he's chilling at second place and the next minute he just smiles at you because he knows he's gone. I think that's uh, my top. He's, he's a he's a phenomenal one and I actually should put him in in my top three. I had opportunity mm. of sitting down with him, which nice. is why I can also tell you Kyphosis. that he does have nice. a bit of that kyphosis look, but it might be because of the muscle. But True. if I'm at home now and I'm wanting to know. Because alignment, all of the stuff we were talking about, musculoskeletal joints, mm, it mm. is as simple as you say, but also the tweaks and how it should look. You do sometimes need visuals to be mm. able to help you or even coming to someone like you who will be able to help if there's sure. any kind of illness or ailments or even just information. Mm. Which are some of the touch points or areas um, in terms of platforms where people can go and have a look at this that you might know? Um, I know... When it comes to your Instagram, um, it houses your details, um, mm. but we're already going to plug that for you. So what would you recommend? Ideally, ideally, I would stay away from, from 
we'll, we'll do do and don'ts. Mm-hmm. So don't go into YouTube and just follow the trends. Uh-huh. Um, it, it makes for good entertainment. But ideally, you know, that's like you said, that misconception of where you always need a pop. Just because it pops doesn't exactly, mean exactly. Exactly. So if 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 you're not doing your your, your adjustments yourself, yeah. which I advise <laughs> not to do, um, your stretching is one of the main things. Your stretching is one of the main things, and it's simple stretches. Um, you know, you literally go into YouTube so that you can mm-hmm. easily see it. Mm. Um, because most of the time, we, we, do, we do it in the rooms. Five, five seconds later, ah, I forgot how to do it. So you, got, you go into YouTube and you literally just type in, you know, neck stretches, all of that stuff. Yeah. And they keep on remembering those things. Um, also, also just besides the Instagram. I mean, we're always posting stuff there. But um, there's, so, there's so many, if you scroll through, through, through um, Insta, they do these nice little reels mm-hmm. where, where you can see like 20 seconds of how to do a stretch, of how to try and alleviate lower back pain and sure. all of that stuff. It's, it's all over. It's literally all over, yeah. Sure. But I mean, I love that you are highlighting that this is predominantly stretching, which helps as a preventative and also as a management of some of the big issues big time. that are coming up. Look, I'm, I'm preaching to the choir, yeah. <laughs> uh, we, we, uh, we quite... Well, I'd like to think I'm quite athletic now and again. I try my best, but the the thing I fail, and that's why I preach so loudly about it, is stretching before and after. Mm. Um, And you're probably thinking, okay, before and after a workout. Actually, before and after your job as well. Not necessarily before a workout, because like I said, your job can be a workout. Of course, the posturing and everything, yeah. So a stretch before, a stretch after, warming up before, cooling down after. I, 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 I kid you not, it is probably one of the best ways to prevent and minimize pain. Love it. Simple stuff. Simple stuff. There you have it. Uh, from doctor and doctor who clearly decided to dress like the doctors. Thank you so much. It's been another incredible episode. Caleb, thank you for sitting down thank with you, us. Sir. Yeah, stretch. Make sure that you get everything that you need to get out in terms of your posturing and we'll see you on the next episode.